All right, so now that we're all caught up with everything draft-related, let's take a closer look at some of the major storylines from this year's draft. Just want to start by uh, congratulating everyone who was selected. Well done, and hopefully you'll be playing football in the fall because of coronavirus and stuff. But we're we're really looking forward to seeing you out there. Yeah, so let's let's start off by talking about the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. How many first round quarterbacks do you think will start week one? Let's see. So the first round quarterbacks were Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa, Justin Herbert, and uh, Jordan Love. You know, I'm just gonna go one quarterback. Being Joe Burrow starts week one. I think that Tua might be on the bench for a little bit longer to try and learn from. Ryan Fitzpatrick for a couple of weeks while he's still, I believe he's still on the Dolphins and Justin Herbert and Jordan Love, they're probably backing up to start the year. Yeah. I would say Joe Burrow definitely starts. Mm. I agree. Tua, Tua will probably be on week four if I'm just going to mm-hmm. throw out a guess. Yeah. I'm going to say Herbert starts week one. That's I'm gonna, interesting. I'm going to I think he will, but Jordan Love, I think he'll sit probably the whole year, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so later round quarterback question, were you surprised to see Jacob Eason go before Jake Fromm did? Eason from Washington, Fromm from Georgia? Yeah, I I was surprised to see Eason go over Fromm. I mean, Fromm beat him out for the starting quarterback position at, at Georgia, Mm-hmm. And he proved to, you know, take the big moments pretty well. Granted, you know, he he never won a national championship, but he won the Rose Bowl, I believe. Or mm-hmm. at least, the, yeah, he did win the Rose yeah, Bowl. Yeah. And um, he didn't really lose much as a starter. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was just yeah. A solid quarterback, and so I was I was surprised to see a a quarterback of Fromm's, you know talent and intelligence go over Eason mm-hmm. after you already beat him out in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. I felt like out of the quarterbacks remaining on day three, Jake Fromm was one of the better ones. But but again, like we mentioned in Quick Hitters, none of us stay up to watch Pac-12 after dark, so maybe we're missing something. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So seven offensive linemen were taken in round one. Does this surprise you? I mean, it was kind of surprising to me, but mainly just because no one ever really pays too much attention to the offensive line. It's just something that people take for granted. But but I thought it was weird to have almost a quarter of the uh, first-round selections be linemen. Yeah, I agree. I mean, just don't hear about O-linemen as much. Um, Hugely, hugely important, but... Mm -hmm. It was surprising to see just the sheer number that went in the first round. Mm-hmm. So there was only one first round selection that did not come from a school in the Power Five conferences. And that one was Jordan Love. So first question, was the Power Five just that loaded this year or was this an unexpected consequence of the coronavirus? I'm going to have to say it's a little bit of both maybe. Mm-hmm. I would. I think the Power Five was just loaded this year but I also think because there there weren't pro days that there weren't as many chances for you know these smaller school players to get exposure Mm -hmm. I agree with you I did some research there was only one um, 
one non-power five first rounder last year and but there were five in 2018 so i think it's part of a yeah. mix of just a really loaded comfort or really loaded power five and a uh, unable to see some of the smaller talent right so why do you think the packers traded up for love you know nothing on him he's a talented player but just the teams they traded over were miami seattle Baltimore and Tennessee and and none of them were in the quarterback market I mean what I was thinking is possibly if they were trying to get him before another team like maybe New England traded up but yeah just looking at those teams again Miami has Tua Tagovailoa who they're going to bet on Seattle is set Baltimore really set and Tennessee they um they just they have Ryan Tannehill for four more years so so it was a little bit surprising yeah, yeah, I agree. I was surprised they traded up for love. Um, you know, like you said, if, I, I think they were more concerned with if another team traded up before they would. So that's probably why they did it. Mm. So to stick with the Packers, uh, they did not draft a single receiver. Is this going to be troublesome? Yes, I think it will be. I mm. think that that was really a position that they needed to get players for and they didn't so that might hurt him going forward especially with a, a class with as many great wide receivers as this one it's hard to believe that kind of passed up on on wide receivers mm-hmm. yeah so for, in my opinion um Aaron Rodgers he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league and right and he can turn any <clears throat> anyone into a really high quality wide receiver even if they're not like individually but that just makes me wonder more how much better he would be if he actually had some like first round (laughs) receiving talent to to work with so yeah it it was very interesting and i think it does prove to be a problem for them yeah speaking of interesting the patriots had a very interesting draft yes they did that they didn't draft a quarterback do you think this shows their trust and Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham, or a sign of tanking? So we learned after the draft that it wasn't part of their plan to not draft a quarterback, but I still thought it was a little bit weird that they didn't take Jake Fromm when he was still on the board. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of shows a little bit of trust in those quarterbacks. Um, Brian Hoyer, I think he had a former stint with the Patriots, so, so maybe there's some loyalty there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you put it best there. We did learn afterwards wasn't part of their plan. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think they do really, <clears throat> excuse me, they do really trust in Hoyer and Stidham to carry the team mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah, so the first selection they did make after trading away their first round selection was a Division two linebacker out of North Carolina. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's a really interesting pick. Yeah, I mean... I feel like the Patriots always just find the players that no one's ever heard of, and they just end up being great, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. Tom Brady was a late-round pick. Right. Uh, Julian Edelman wasn't even a receiver in college. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not super surprised just because the Patriots, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it could turn out to be a really good selection. You brought up some great points, and yeah, like, they, they're really great at finding the guys who fly under everyone's radar. So, have you 
feel about Bill Belichick's dog? Big question right there. <laughs> see, first, first point. Its name is Nike, and I feel like <laughs> how how much did like Nike pay Bill Belichick to oh, name man. name his dog after him? That's a really weird name. But honestly, I'm a dog person, and it's yeah. pretty. It was pretty cute, and it made a good selection. I think. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I was surprised the dog wasn't wearing a hoodie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That would have been fitting. Mm -hmm. But regardless, you know, nice looking dog. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's for sure. So the Patriots, we thought that they might be in the market for a kicker, and they were. But surprise, surprise, it was not Rodrigo Blankenship. Instead, it was Justin Rohrwasser. Sorry. I'm well, I was a little surprised. I mean, Rodrigo Blankenship did, did win the, I think it's a Luke Rosa award. That's what it's called. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm pronouncing it right. But anyway, the award for best kicker in college football. Yeah. Um, and so that was, that was a little surprising to me. I mean, Blankenship, um, mm-hmm. he's got a clutch many times for Georgia. There was one so time he didn't. Points leader. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> mm, but, yeah, I, um, I agree. The, yeah, uh, I'm mm-hmm. surprised. But, again, it's the Patriots, and they find good players that no one has really thought of. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, uh, we looked it up, and Rodrigo Blankenship has landed on the Colts. So. Mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, I think both teams may have picked up kickers for the future. So after the draft, which team do you think has the most deadly receiving core? I'm going to have to go with Dallas. Mm-hmm. I like I like the combinations of Mark Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb. I think those those three guys are are going to be deadly. I mean, Amari Cooper, <clears throat> excuse me, Michael Gallup have already proven it. I think CeeDee Lamb's going to end up doing really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that um, Vegas made some really powerful plays here in the uh, in the draft. They got um, Hunter Renfro and Nelson Aguilar already pre-draft, and I mean they're both they're both good. Right. And yeah. Then they added Henry Ruggs, Lynn Bowden, and Brian Edwards. They're I mean they're all unproven, but they had really great seasons in the SEC. So yeah, I think I think that Vegas has a a, a heavy heavy wide receiving core moving forward. Right. So nine Gamecocks have been picked up so far, including the, like we said earlier, number 14 selection, Javon Kinlaw. Who do you expect the most from? I'm going to say the guy I just mentioned, Brian Edwards in Las Vegas. He was a really great receiver for South Carolina. He dropped to the third round because of an injury, but but I think that once he's fully healthy, he'll be able to uh, to just really, really excel and might become the face of their franchise. Yeah, absolutely. I expect a lot from him, but I think Javon Kinlaw will also have a great career yeah. as well. I expect a lot from him. He's a phenomenal defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. He's got size and speed and you know good hands and, and quickness and stuff, so mm-hmm. I expect a lot from him. Yeah, and he'll fit into the system in San Francisco really well, I think, so that's a plus. Yeah, so. that's a good point. So who were you most surprised from the Gamecocks that has not been signed to a team yet? I'm really surprised Joseph Charlton hasn't been signed up to mm-hmm. a team. He was uh, 
number. I know he's a number two in the SEC. Two in the country, I think. Two in the country as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. For yards, average yards per punt, and I just don't understand how you could how you could pass on a guy like that. I don't know. Yeah, he he was awesome. He was one of the highlights from last season. So, who do you think won the draft? I'm going to go Cowboys. Um, I think they made some pretty good selections. C.D. Lamb, right. he's he's going to be my pick for the breakout star of this rookie class. I think um, he'll be really highly drafted in fantasy football leagues. And Trevon, <laughs> Trevon Diggs, he's going to really try and shore up their defense at the cornerback position. So I think that right. they did, they drafted really well. Yeah. I think the I think the Ravens won. I mean, mm-hmm. Patrick linebacker Patrick Queen and then running back J.K. Dobbins. They're both steals. I mean, both mm-hmm. just phenomenal athletes. And then uh, Devin Duvernay adds, adds receiving depth also. So overall, just a, a great draft for the Ravens. I don't know how they do it every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know either, but mm-hmm. they did. So who do you think? Well, which team do you think lost the draft? Just did not have a good draft. This hurts me, but I'm going to say <laughs> Panthers. So this is nothing on the players they picked. It's more on the management. Like, I don't mind going all defense, seven selections, all seven defense. But there is a Luke keekley sized hole in the middle of the defense, and they did nothing to address it. The first two <laughs> picks they spent on the same position, and they didn't get the offensive line that allowed the most sacks in the NFL last year. They got them no help at all. So I don't really like that draft from the Panthers. (laughs) Yeah, understandably so. In my opinion, it was was the Packers probably. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they drafted good players, that's for sure, but it just wasn't at the positions they needed help with, like wide receiver. And now they they have the quarterback. Um, They're obviously Aaron Rodgers as well because they traded up to draft Jordan Love. (laughs) 